started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Okay. Welcome to City Girls Make Do, your favorite Sex in the City podcast with me, Stephanie, a.k.a. your well-endowed top man. <laughs> and I'm Alex, a.k.a. gorgeous with big boobs. Uh, and this week we're talking about episode eight of Sex in the City, which is called Three's a Crowd because it's about threesomes. Uh this really fun topic <laughs> yeah that's never been explored and didn't happen until the 90s not never once there was never once a single uh sex that happened with three people in it until no. this episode which is really fun because it's uh carrie's question of the week is were threesomes the new sexual frontier and i don't know she does call everything a sexual frontier because everything is seems new to carry even though the thing is she seems to be sexually experienced but like everything is new for her it's interesting because she's like a 30 what 33 year old woman or something and this is like the first time she's ever tackled the subject of threesomes um but she seems to be the only one who's kind of against it but we'll get to that i guess in a bit um yeah, so we we start this episode out with Charlotte. Um, she she's meeting this new guy at a black tie event, uh, and his name is Jack, and they've fallen in love. Um, uh, yeah, they it's a black and, tie event or a fundraiser for Epstein Bar. Yeah, so she's chased him through every disease in New York City, as Carrie says, because they they keep going to all these charity events together. Because this guy's like a philanthropist, I guess. So like. They go to one of them is for cystic fibrosis. One of them is for Tourette's. Um, yeah, well, they all have like fun themes. So it's like a circus for cystic fibrosis, and then a night of a thousand Tourettes. I want to know what that is. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I missed the part that said like <laughs> the, the the name. I had to like pause it and write them all down because I was like, this is ridiculous. The last one was a hoe down for spina bifida. Oh, that's really good. I love that. I mean, you got to make these events fun, right? Like the topics are pretty depressing. So, <laughs> um. I mean, there's, there are some where I'm like, I don't know if this is really for the people who have this. It just sounds like you want to have a circus. It kind of sounds like they just wanted to have a party. Like it's just rich people. It reminds me of like Lindsay Bluth on uh, fucking Arrested Development, who has like the who who like goes to all those charity events, and they're like against circumcision and stuff like that <laughs> oh yeah. and then she goes to another one that is like like one is pro-circumcision one is anti. yeah i love it it's very like that i love rich people i don't <laughs> um and but yeah this is like charlotte's you know her you know it seems like things are going really well for her and uh their sex is amazing he's another architect which i thought was kind of lazy because you know carrie already dated an architect like five episodes ago i feel like because architect is like that's always a job someone has in a rom-com it's not a real job yeah i mean it is a real yeah, job it's like, but it's always, it's always something that like a handsome man has oh for sure 
Uh-huh. It's definitely – I've never met an architect before. Like, I know they have to exist because there's buildings and stuff, but <laughs> – <laughs> like santa claus well it's yeah <laughs> wait what it's like santa claus it's like a, you know i've never seen one in the flesh but I'm, I'm sure he's real they have to exist oh right there's literally no difference between santa claus and architects yeah <laughs> yeah so i guess they're they're having really good sex and they've been seeing each other for a bit and uh so like one night they're in bed and he kind of asks her what her fantasies are yeah he's ludicrous <laughs> yeah, he's ludicrous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hers is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because she, she's like, oh, you know, my dream is to like own my own art gallery and have a cottage in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. <laughs> she's so innocent. It's so cute. But then like, he's like, no, like a sexual fantasy. And her sexual fantasy is yeah disgusting. She says she wants to have sex in her parents' bed. Mm-hmm. That seems like a why. <laughs> yeah, and, and like they got to sleep there. Yeah, I thought that was kind of I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it's I I don't know what I would expect Charlotte to say is the thing, but I feel like she it would be something really vanilla. but for her it would be a big deal yeah true and i guess this isn't something that's like disgusting but it's also just kind of like (laughs) okay why and it's like i don't know there's i feel like there's things you can do that you'd get more of a thrill out of you'd think but i mean it's charlotte so she can she's valid she was really valid in this episode so yeah it was half and half valid i think we'll get there yeah i think so too Mm -hmm. we'll get there (laughs) Um, so he goes on and he's like, well, my fantasy is to have a threesome with you and another woman. Oh, yeah. And yeah, which is like, oh my God, the most boring fantasy I've ever heard in my life. Like, come on, like get a new fantasy. It's the most popular fantasy, I think, for straight men. Oh, 100%. It's, it's like a fact that it is, but I don't know. Um, the thing is, I'm well, because the way I look at it, I'm like, most straight men can't please one woman. Why do they think they can please two? I feel like most people don't realize how complicated a threesome is. And it's like, that is absolutely perfectly on the nose. Like, like in what world would he be good at this for two women i mean as we all know men can't multitask so yeah no kidding so i don't understand yeah and it's like maybe in their fantasy it's more like the girl on girl side of it which like it's the the thing of watching two women be intimate with each other which is always iffy yeah that's always one of those things where i'm like straight guys why are you like this yeah but charlotte seems kind of enticed like she's not She's not, like, turned off by it at all. She kind of smiles and is just, like, thinking about it. Mm. Yeah, you'd think she'd be completely out of it, but she's Mm. into it. And we get a bit of a titty shot of her. We got – we got a – you could you could definitely see that nipple there on the side. I think this can go on our titty tally. Okay. All right, cool. So this is another one for the titty tally. I never thought that Charlotte had boobs on the show, so I'm, I was surprised by this. I think everyone but Sarah Jessica Parker gets – we see their boobs at some point. I think we see Cynthia Nixon's as well. We definitely do see Cynthia Nixon's. I was – 
I feel like Charlotte is maybe like the smallest number out of them that's not Carrie. Yeah, and then Samantha is the highest number of boobs. God bless Kim Cattrall. <laughs> oh, she's so good. Kim Cattrall's really good. <laughs> but yeah, so we added to our titty tally and then like we go to brunch with the girls. And because so Charlotte wa- is telling everyone about how he wants to have a threesome. Um, and they're kind of talking about. Yeah, I mean, everyone kind of has the responses you'd expect. Apart from Carrie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Carrie seems to have more of, like, a Charlotte response, but I guess since Charlotte's the one going through the story, then they need to have someone who's kind of more turned off by it. Mm. Yeah, Samantha says that three sims are the blowjob of the 90s. Yeah, that seems really <laughs> fake. Yeah, like, and then... <laughs> well, well, yeah. Uh, when I don't know why is there like a timeline of when different sexual acts became popular or I don't invented? Think so because I feel like most of them date back a really long time. <laughs> like I'm sure some, I, I, you know how everyone makes that joke about like the first guy who milked yeah, a cow. Yeah. I feel like the first person to go down on someone was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> and that man was Jon Snow. You know that's absolutely true. You're right. He did invent cunnilingus, so. Mm. Um. Hey. <laughs> and then um, anal sex is the blowjob of the 80s. Yeah, which, th- these all have very differing, I don't even know. But uh, you know what? I trust Samantha. She's the sex expert here, so. she She's a real sex expert, not Carrie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Samantha would write a, write a way better column than Carrie does. <laughs> is she? Oh, my God. I would buy every book she ever wrote. Oh, God, same. Miranda's opinion is kind of like, she doesn't think it's, she doesn't think it's bad, but she's kind of like, this is just a cheap ploy to get you to be a lesbian for the night, which she's not wrong. No, she's right. But she also said she had a threesome once in college, she thinks. She's not 100% sure. (laughs) I mean, that's a bit iffy. Uh, She says she just woke up in another woman's bra, which, I don't know, I feel like there's definitely been times where I've been drunk and like, probably would have I've, i haven't swapped clothes with anyone but i definitely would hmm. i don't think i ever have swapped clothes with anyone but it's an interesting yeah i'm not really sure <laughs> miranda you might want to you might have wanted to ask someone <laughs> yeah it was a w- weird thing for her to say um but and then i thought samantha made a really good point because her thing was that she made a yeah she says she said the only good way to do a threesome is to be the guest star. So not with your own partner, but you want to find a couple and then be the third for them. That's what mm-hmm. I think. I think that's the ideal way to participate. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what works for everyone, but if I was going to have a threesome, it would it would need to be I'm the guest star or it's like two other people and we're not none of us are like romantically attached if that makes sense yeah no i think she makes a really good point like that's i think that's true i mean like it definitely can work for you otherwise but i think personally that's that's the best way to do it because she basically says it's all the great sex without wondering what it'll do to your relationship and charlotte says but you don't have a relationship (laughs) (laughs) and she's like because i have great sex yeah so it's she makes good points she does. She is correct. And <laughs> I guess because she is the most sexually aware that she knows how to do it right. Yeah, of course she does. She knows what she's doing and she like knows how to tell someone how to do it the right way, I assume. Yeah, she 
She also makes another good point and says that it shouldn't be with a friend. Yes, I think that's a really good point too. And but Charlotte's so weird. She's like, oh, but I'd rather have it be a friend. Like, like Carrie, what if you were there? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I, I just would not want to have a friend there at all. No, like. Mm. Sleeping with your uh, friends is a touchy mm-hmm. subject for a lot of people. And, yeah, I don't think I've ever had a female friend. I know I said female, but never had a, a friend who is a woman that I want to mow hay with. <laughs> That's valid. Um, yeah, I just, I feel like, for me at least, I kind of, like, compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. That's not the right word. But I kind of separate that in my head. I don't necessarily, at least not casual sex. I don't think you should be having casual sex with friends. I think it just gets messy. Yeah, I think it gets messy fast. Yeah, and I also feel like, but like, I guess the other thing is Charlotte's straight. So like, she thinks that she doesn't think about it as like a sexual thing with a friend, I guess. Like it is, but she doesn't think of it like the same way as you would if you weren't straight, I think. But yeah, well, because we're thinking of this from a, a not straight perspective of like, I guess because you always have that fear of like, I don't want to have a crush on a straight friend. True, that's true. But also I feel like it's kind of weird from even from the perspective of like a straight person because then you're like, oh, my boyfriend has also slept with my friend and I saw it happen. <laughs> yeah, and like, and then, well, because like what she said about being the guest star is then you also have to see that friend mm-hmm. all the time. Exactly. And you're like, oh, you know what my boyfriend's dick looks like. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's kind of different if it's like your friend once dated your boyfriend or something like that. Um, I mean, I still – I would still be kind of uncomfortable with that, I think. Yeah. I'm good friends with my boyfriend's ex, and we just joke about stuff. It's really good. (laughs) But we've been friends just as long, so it's like just funny to think about. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a case-by-case basis, but I'm just like, oh, no, because I, I, I'm thinking like a friend I have already, I can't imagine dating their ex. That would be horrible. But if you're all friends, if it's like a friend group, then it's different. It's very um, friends of you. Yeah, I think it definitely depends because like if – yeah, I think it's a case-by-case thing. Like if it was people that I didn't also know as well it'd be kind of weird i don't know it depends on the people and how weird they are but samantha makes really good points and carrie is just kind of like i don't know i just don't i've never had a threesome i don't know and yeah they i mean they point out that carrie has relationships which she does she is a serial monogamist if you know yeah for sure. And Charlotte's like, I've never had one either. And they're like, yeah, no fucking shit, Charlotte. Like, of course you haven't had a threesome. <laughs> Apparently, they say, of course you haven't. You don't even wear a thong. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Like, <laughs> Charlotte, sometimes you gotta, like, with, with the pants you're wearing, like. It's a weird thing to bring up. I don't, I guess I do know what underwear my friends wear sometimes but it's not something i keep record of yeah no i wouldn't i also have no idea what my friends wear so i don't know why they would know (laughs) maybe she maybe charlotte's complained about it before and been like i would never wear a thong that's the only way that would make sense but or maybe they can just see her panty line like all the time and they're just like charlotte we know wear a thong so you don't have vpl i thought that it was really funny when they were talking about like 
because Charlotte was like, oh, well, what if I had Carrie with me? And then Carrie was like, no, someone more experienced like Samantha. And then Miranda's like, way to just forget about me. Like, I would do it with you guys. Oh, my God. Miranda has an existential crisis this entire episode. I thought Miranda was so good in this episode. Like, she, like, it, honestly, it's such a relatable just whatever the fuck she's going through was so relatable to me. It was so good. Yeah, it's true. It's like whenever my friends talk about – I don't know. I don't think I've ever had this. Mm-hmm. But you know when you talk about like a hypothetical, oh, who would you sleep with if you had to? Yeah. But And I do feel a bit, you know, unflattered if they didn't say me. But yeah. Sometimes they do and it's fun. <laughs> I think it's just kind of like feeling like you're the left out one of a group. Like I definitely – or when you yeah. feel like your friends are all closer to each other than they are to you and you're kind of just like – you just go through a crisis about it. Like that's very her this episode. Yeah, that's a that's mm-hmm. a real mood. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a big hat. <laughs> all right. That is – yeah. Mr. Big Mood. Mr. Big um, Mood. Mr. Big Hat <laughs> Mood. Hat, wig, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, that's that leads to Carrie asking her question about if threesomes are the new sexual frontier and, you know, guys love them. And she kind of is like, I started to see threesomes everywhere I looked. And so we see all this stuff in, in Central Park that's like three people running together. And it's always like two girls and a guy. Yeah, that seems to be the the um the priority of threesomes this episode. Yeah. It's true. There's never once talked about. Yeah, two girls and a guy, which for me seems like the least appealing threesome. I think it sounds more appealing than the alternative, but I don't really have any interest in either i guess so no <laughs> we're not we're not hunting for threesomes i guess because i'm so used to seeing like i guess because i'm single and i'm so used to seeing like t- a guy and a girl on tinder oh god looking for a third and i'm just over it oh i've seen that so many times and it's just so yeah it's so annoying it's like i don't want to fix your relationship by <laughs> <laughs> And like she's she's always pretty and he's some troll. Oh, every single time he's a toe and she's like gorgeous. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like that's such a turnoff from that perspective, but at the same time, like the like the idea of like like making an Eiffel Tower is like just uh <laughs> like <laughs> I just uh nah, I don't like it. An Eiffel Tower as a wait, no, isn't isn't it an Arc de Triomphe and then Eiffel Tower uh, the, is so the two I, dudes. Yeah, so the Eiffel Tower is when you've got two dudes on both sides and then they like they like put their hands together over your head like an Eiffel like <laughs> like makes a point. <laughs> yeah. And then an Arc de Triomphe is when well one of you's sitting on one end and the other's sitting on the other end and then you hold hands in between. I don't think I've ever heard of that one before. I think it was on Broadway. Oh, interesting. I like that. And I also just love the term spit roasted. That's a really good one. That's yeah. a really good one. <laughs> God, I, I made this really good Tumblr post once that never got popular, but it's like the funniest thing I've ever said, in my opinion. And it was like, Jon Snow gets, or no, what was it? It was like, Melisandre gets to the wall and she's got the two hottest guys in Westeros there. And she's like, I know I like to light people on fire, but tonight I'm getting spit roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I'm funny. Um, 
Anyway. <laughs> you are funny. Uh, but then some of the other threesomes that Carrie sees are like three ducks together. And well, they, those were three male ducks, I should say. Yes, they were mallows. I, there was like one threesome that was like a tandem bike with another one on the end, which looked impossible to ride. Yeah. And three dogs. Yeah, three Dalmatians, which, like, this guy's living his best life. He's got three Dalmatians. Shouldn't it be two Dalmatians and then uh, him? Yeah, I was wondering about that. I'm not sure if this is technically a foursome or if it's, like, three dogs and 101 Dalmatians, but they killed 98 of them. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it started off as two, and then it was 101. Uh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Get woke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um... So Carrie says our lives are built on threesomes, you know, like fat, low fat, no fat. Okay. First class, business, economy, Larry, Moe, and Curly. These are all incredible examples of threesomes. They're very weird choices. They're very weird choices. You'd think she'd pick something like, you know, Betty, Veronica, and Archie or something. But she picks like... Like love triangles, yeah. Yeah, she picks like kinds of milk instead, so... (laughs) She says maybe threesomes were the relationship of the future, which I'm like, no one said anything about it being a relationship. It was more like a... No, yeah. this seems to be said... This is all centered around like sexual threesomes, not like poly relationships. Oh, yeah, it's all like a fantasy thing. It's not like a, a lifestyle thing. It's, uh, yeah, Carrie just, Carrie loves to bring in some weird parallels. Um... She says that Samantha guest starred in a show that she liked to call Samantha Does the Married Guy. Um, yeah, that's a fun thing to say. They should have made it like a sitcom opening, like I Love Lucy. Ugh, I hate it. I didn't really like Samantha's plot this episode very much. No, she is a bit, I mean, Samantha's always been cold. But she is kind of shitty in this episode. Yeah, she... eh. Like, after Carrie says that thing about Samantha does the married guy, then it's like, the second they cut to Samantha, the very first thing the guy says, like, they're in bed, and he says, I love that you're not my wife. (laughs) And I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) It's, I mean, it's pretty terrible. It's like... that. I feel like that would be a big turnoff. If I... If I ever get, like, morally dubious enough to sleep with someone mm-hmm. who is married and they start... I feel like I would immediately have a wake-up moment if they were talking about their wife in bed. Yeah, and I also just feel like like it's bad enough to, to cheat in the first place. But if you're going to say, I love that you're not my wife, like, it, it sounds like you're at a point where it's not like you just want to do other people. It sounds like you actively just hate your wife and you need to get a divorce, like... Yeah, this isn't. It feels like it sounds like you hate her. Yeah, and you should just break up. And it sounds like he does, based on everything he says this episode. Um, he is so horrible. He's like, oh, th- he says like, oh, she does this thing with her hips, talking hor- like just saying all these horrible things about his wife and like dishing all her dirt to his yeah, mistress. It's really weird and uncomfortable to watch. And Samantha doesn't even seem like a. I don't know. Like he says, I love that you're not my wife, and Samantha says, I love that too. Like she's not turned off by it she's kind of like likes it and yeah she i mean she kind of means it like you know i'm glad i'm not married to you but it's still like samantha you can literally samantha could get any dick that she wants why does it have to be i mean she does kind of explain why she likes to see married guys because it means that there's no future like 
it's all about the sex. Like, there's not, like, she never has to worry about him leaving his wife for her. It's kind of just like, there's no responsibility. It's just fun for her. But uh, yeah, I don't think she really considers the, um, I think because Samantha is like so jaded against the idea of marriage that she doesn't really consider how it might affect someone. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't really at all, and ugh, it, she makes some really funny facial expressions, though. Like, when he's, like, kissing her neck and stuff, and you can just see her face, like, towards the camera, and she just, like, Kim Cattrall makes such good faces. Um. <laughs> I think the other thing I like about, I do kind of, I like this bit for Samantha, just because she does seem disgusted by him at the same time. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I wish she was more disgusted, but she's Samantha, so she's not going to be. I think, yeah, it would it would work more if she really did hate him. Yeah. I thought he was, like, a terrible person, but just still yeah. had sex with him because she's Samantha. Uh, unfortunately, she doesn't, though. So Charlotte and Jack go out again, and it's dancing for dyslexia. That's their, their night. Yeah. <laughs> so now, I, yeah, um, I realize this guy looks like max sliders tom cruise Uh, i was trying to put my finger on who this actor was like the entire episode because he's so familiar to me and i have no idea what i know him from no me neither but i'm like he's he's just got he's got like a very strong features he has like that really 90s haircut where it's like a part in the middle kind of and then it's just floppy bangs that hang off to the side oh my god yeah like yeah like the Titanic haircut. Yeah, except for he's no Leo. No, he's not Leo. That's probably why I hated him, is he sort of, like, evoked this 90s heartthrob, like, image from me. And I'm like, you're not Leo. You're not River. Like, leave me alone. Yeah, he, he's TV hot, but he's not, like, movie hot. Movie hot. <laughs> Which is fun. And TV hot's, like, pushing it. Like, he's attractive enough but he's i don't know Uh, (laughs) he's attractive enough to get through the door yeah Uh, he's not attractive enough to be asking for a threesome i don't think (laughs) um you have to be at least an eight like let's all be real to be requesting it from your girlfriend yeah so he's kind of like playing it up with charlotte like trying to get her kind of like enticed by the idea of a threesome like he's kind of just like you know, who do you think? Do you think anyone here is hot? And yeah, it's really gross. I don't like how he's pushing for it. If he, if she, if he just sort of said like, "Oh, I want to have a threesome," and then she took it upon her to find someone, that's different. But he is pushing for a threesome every single time we see yeah, him. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't like that either. And like, he's doing this thing with Charlotte where he kind of like says good things about her to get her interested in it not because he like wants to say good things like he's kind of like oh you're so hot you have this energy that just draws people to you like you have this sexual energy and charlotte's all like really 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 and it's like he's just trying to get you into it and like and like she doesn't like that's not charlotte's character she doesn't have like she obviously is a sexual person but she doesn't have this like fiery sexual energy that someone like even Miranda does like Miranda is a very fire like you can tell she has an an inner passion 
so to speak. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Charlotte's just really into that idea that she has that, I guess. And she, like, a girl comes up to them and she's like, do you have a light? And and Charlotte doesn't because she doesn't smoke. And then she goes away and the guy's just like, oh, she was so into you. Like, she was totally flirting with you. Like, what do you think? And it's just, uh, uh. It's gross. I don't like this guy at all. I know. I hate him. Bad Jack. Hit the road, Jack. Hit the road. Um, what do you think about that dream sequence that Charlotte had? <laughs> oh, I thought this was real for a second and I was so excited. I was into it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Cause it's like the three of them there and the, the other girl is like on top of Jack and then Charlotte comes in all like enticed and starts like disrobing. But it was a dream. And it's all like in candlelight and everything's like soft focus. It looks like a softcore porn. And I'm like, oh, good for you, Charlotte. Ah, what's going on here? Like, get it, Charlotte. And then, but it was just, it was all Charlotte's dream. But she wakes up and she's like, fuck, that was good shit. Yeah, so she's into it now. She is like fully on the threesome train. Charlotte is into it. And I really loved what Carrie's Carrie's voiceover said because she's like, Charlotte hadn't been that excited since she tried on her JV cheerleading uniform for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like... An uncomfortable analogy, but good for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, when she like graduated or got into Smith, I feel like that would be good. That would be exciting when she got into like a prestigious university. <laughs> yeah, no, it's her cheerleading uniform. <laughs> of course, she was the cheerleader. We cut straight to Miranda in therapy. I love that Miranda's in therapy because she's relatable, and her <laughs> outfit. Oh my god, she got this like suit with this huge collar on oh uh, i need to tell you okay so today i was going through like my mother and i were going through our old clothes and she pulled out this suit and i was like oh this looks like miranda hobbs <laughs> and she looked at me blankly but it's like it was like a dress like a skirt and a suit but the jacket was very oh i miranda. love it miranda has so many good outfits in this episode oh she does oh i love the one at the end oh it's so so good i like i wrote i noted down like every single outfit she had basically because they were all really good um and this part is just so so relatable and good because she's telling her shrink about how she had this dream about she was like in a sandbox with the other girls and none of the other girls would play with her (laughs) it's like so freudian i love it it is and she's all like bothered that none of the girls would want her for a threesome and he just her therapist just really doesn't get it he's just like so you're saying you're attracted to your girlfriends and then Mar- <laughs> I mean, this is this is foreshadowing for cynthia nixon being a lesbian it totally yeah totally well was she not out at this point when did she come out uh i don't think she came out until like right at the end of the show mm, okay it's she was with a, I think she was with a man for a while. I'm pretty sure she does idea as a lesbian. Yeah, I'm not sure when, I wasn't sure when she came out, but it's really good. And she says this really good line because she says, like, no, I'm not attracted to them. But like, if your friends won't go down on you, then who will? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as we've covered, I don't know if I want my friends to go down on me, but she has a point. Yeah. It's an interesting point. I don't know if it's true, but it's interesting. And she's, like, very annoyed this whole conversation. It's very funny to me. <laughs> but <laughs> And 
she is this whole episode she's annoyed i love it it's really good like (laughs) her resolution of this episode honestly made me just so happy it was god we'll get there (laughs) we have like charlotte and carrie talking about charlotte's threesome dream and saying that she really liked it and carrie's kind of like carrie's still not on about it because she's kind of just like you know i don't know she says don't you think it's a bit weird to sleep with someone you don't know to get closer to your boyfriend and charlotte is inspired she's like how well do we ever know the people we sleep with Uh, yeah and then carrie's like that's the thing about charlotte is when you're about to write her off as like some you know, upper-class wasp. She says something really inspired. But then she's like, do you think my hair looks too shiny today? (laughs) (laughs) I love her. And then she goes, and then she says something like that. Yeah. So, uh, so Carrie's basically like, okay, so if Charlotte was considering a threesome, who wasn't? And so she opens a newspaper ad and she sees like these personal ads for couples seeking women. Um, and I, I took a screenshot of it because I needed to be able to read it verbatim. Um, so <laughs> it says the first, oh, so there's two. The first one says, GBM 37 seeks similar GM 30 to 45 intellectual, affectionate, upfront, aggressive, reliable, sensitive, loves nature to read dancing salsa in parentheses music for friendship first, no femmes, no bottoms. I mean, this is like no fats, no femmes, no bottoms. It's like pre grinder, I guess. Yeah. It pretty much is. And then the second one, you can't read the whole thing, but it's like GBM 40, 5'9", 155, seeks Latino, well-endowed top man for hot, good times, small to medium build. (laughs) Wait, this is the, I mean, this is the gay section. Well, it's couples seeking women. But GBM is a gay black man, and then GM is gay man. Is it? I didn't know what GBM stood for. I googled it. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. I'm not a gay man, so. Uh, no. No, me neither. Um, in case you... <laughs> We're city girls, make do. Uh, We're not gay men. <laughs> we... <laughs> gay men make do is... I don't know. It'll be a spin-off in the future, I'm sure. We need to find suitable hosts. It will just be about Stanford. Oh. And how he deserves better. He deserves so much better. Hmm. No, I, de- I never understood these, like, personal ads. I don't either. It's kind of, it seems like, like, you actually have to pay money to put these in the paper is the thing. Also, I would definitely, like, I mean, even on Tinder or whatever, I'm like, okay, well, this person is gonna, you know, cut my skin off. <laughs> but I would feel more like, <laughs> at least I can see their face. Yeah. Yeah, in this case, you don't even know what they look like or anything. Um, it's interesting. Like, I feel like I would get murdered if I answered one of these ads, but. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But it was a different era. Every All of my worries center back to, will I get murdered? That's just what being a woman is, so. That, that is true. That is a constant, there's a loop on in a woman's head is, am I going to get murdered if I do it's this? It's really, it's really something. Love to think it. <laughs> um, Love yeah. it. It's wonderful. Great. <laughs> but yeah, then we get our talking heads. They're really good. <laughs> we do. I mean, the first one is like, ew. I do like how they are constantly dragging like white straight guys who work on Wall Street. I do like that. 
Because we're obviously not supposed to like the first guy. Like, he's obviously supposed to be an asshole. He's really gross. Yeah, he wants two gal pals. Two horny gal pals. Horny gal pals. <laughs> we are horny. That's what we should have called the show. Two horny gal pals? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he says for his East Hampton fuckfest. And he also says no fatties, please. I really hate this guy. Yeah, fuck this guy. Also, he's... I hate him. But the other ones are good. Like, the next one is a suburban school teacher. I mean, yeah. So she wants two men, preferably. No, just say they must be black or Hispanic. Yeah, it is a bit of alarm bells. Well, I'll read you what she said. I wrote it down. (laughs) She read it. Yeah, she wrote it down. uh, Or not wrote it down. Sorry. She says it and it sounds like she's reading it off a cue card, like the way she says it. Because she says, suburban school teacher seeks two men to fulfill her wildest fantasies. You'll be black or Hispanic. I'll be on time. I need your dick now. (laughs) (laughs) just okay yeah i mean get it like Mm -hmm. i support her and this fantasy it's a bit weird that she needs to specify their races but yeah that part's kind of iffy the next one are x-files fanatic twosome (laughs) they're really good i love them they have you got what they seek uh, they're seeking a Scully lookalike for an abduction fantasy. Yeah, I'd be into this. I'm into a, a, an X Files roleplay. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely a more inspired choice. Uh, yeah, I know they're meant to be like jokes. I'm meant to laugh at them, but I'm like, I think nah. You guys seem like you're. Yeah. You guys are in a healthy relationship. I'm I'm down with it. It looks cute. I like it. And then the last one, yeah. And then the the last girl I am uh kin with. I love her. Apart from the golden showers line. Oh, yeah. But the other stuff I'm down with, she has like these massive gold hoop earrings and this like huge hair. I think she's probably meant to be like Italian. Like she's very. She she reminded me of like, uh, what's her name from Orange is the New Black? Um, Gina? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, have you ever seen Goodfellas? I have not. Uh, but she does seem like she should be a Goodfellas. <laughs> I love her. She's got like purple eyeshadow and pink lipstick. Yeah, she's good. Looking for a couple with class. A couple with class. Yeah, she's gorgeous and mm-hmm. big boobs. Couple with class. She loves museums, blowjobs, theatre, and golden yeah, showers. Yeah, the golden shower parts. I'm like, okay, but the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with the rest of it. Those are all things to like. They sure are. <laughs> Um, and then Carrie's kind of just like, I must be the only person left in New York who believed in the one-on-one relationship. Because this is specifically, it's not like about poly couples. It's just, it's it's like purely threesome set. And Carrie seems to be very smug about it. She has a, she's very hung up about it. But she's like talking to Big. Because she's like, her and Big are doing sleepovers now. Because they're like... Yeah, she goes to sleep by this like she's 12. Yeah, it's great. She picks out a tie for him and she says, he's like, oh, you better be careful. I could get used to this because she's like putting the tie on his neck. And yeah, and she says, like, why is putting on a tie even sexier than taking it off? And she's right. Yeah. She is right. I did. I had a dream. I had a dream once and I called it a sex dream. I don't think it was, <laughs> but I was like fixing a guy's collar. Mm-hmm. 
and I had a crush on him and I woke up and it was like the reaction you have when you have a sex dream. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really good. I get what she's saying for sure, for sure. Although, I don't know. It's also one of those things though where I'm like, have you ever seen that one thing that's like when a guy wears suits all the time, it's like super hot to see them dressed like a normal person but when a guy like always is plain it's really hot to see them dressed up it's kind of like yeah i don't know big is wearing suits all the time like how is this even hot anymore and what would you dress big in to look better yeah what would you have him change up his outfit oh god with that's a really good question i would love okay what if big was dressed up like 2000 like 2010s hipster style lumberjack outfit with like with like a plaid red shirt and like an axe and like a craft beer (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is the the sexiest male outfit other than a suit (laughs) oh i didn't mean i didn't mean it would be sexy necessarily just i'd like to change him to put him in that (laughs) i would like to see big with a man bun and like a big beard you know if sex in the city existed now big would have a man bun Like, I mean, I do think girls are sex in the city in that, like, um, what's his face? Adam. Who's the one from Star Wars? Mm, Oh, Adam Driver? Adam Driver. Yeah, I guess he's the big in that. And he is, like, everyone in that just dressed like a hipster. So he would be. He would have a horrible beard. Ugh, he would be awful. I bet Big cannot grow a good beard. He would look awful with facial hair. He does. I mean, he has a lot of, like, chest hair, but he had less than I thought he'd have. I thought he'd have, like, a rug. (laughs) He does seem like the kind of guy who'd be very – well, I don't know. I think that, but at the same time, like, he – I can't imagine him with anything on his face other than, like, bare face. So, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Um. Yeah, so, like, he asks her if she wants to go for lunch with him, but she says she can't because she's got to interview someone about threesomes. And she kind of, like, <laughs> playfully asks, like, ever done one? She's asking questions that she doesn't want to know the answer to. I know. Like, Carrie, shut the fuck up. Why are you asking this? Like, <laughs> Big's like, sure, who hasn't? One thing that I do like about Big is that when you actually – like, he doesn't talk about stuff, but when you actually ask him questions, he is, like, very straightforward and upfront about the answer. That's true. I don't think Big is a liar. Like, I can't – he wouldn't really lie about something. Apart, I mean, he's a bit of a cheat. Yeah, I was going to say, in this episode, he does say that his – marriage ended because he cheated on his wife yeah he's a cheater but i don't think he's a liar i feel like he couldn't if you asked him something if you're like why were you he would tell you the truth if he if he wants to most of the time he's pretty honest unless he's cheating on you with your best friend yes maybe don't do that but no i mean he is scum uh but at least he's frank (laughs) true uh yeah because he says because she's kind of like really surprised that he's done one and she's like oh well who did you do it with and he says his ex-wife which is like a dun 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 she didn't know he'd been married before uh i guess well this is pre-internet i was because i was thinking like isn't he meant to be famous i don't yeah i guess i don't know that's a really good point i didn't think of that i struggle a lot I, I struggle a lot with figuring out if someone in the show is meant to be famous and how much. Yeah. Big would definitely be Googleable. 
Yeah, but it does sound like they've been separated for long enough that at this point, it's not like there's a Wikipedia page about him or anything, so. It's not really relevant to his life anymore. But no, I feel like that's something that would come up. You you talk about your dating history, I suppose, wouldn't you? Considering how far along they are in the relationship. I mean, I guess, how long have they been together at this point? Like, maybe a couple months exclusively? I don't know. Yeah, I think they've, I don't know, when it's an ex-wife or an ex like a you know you're married i feel like that would come up you'd think that seems like a pretty big thing especially considering he still talks to her but yeah yeah (laughs) and after the debacle last week yeah i don't you think he'd want to come clean i don't understand why he's not just open all the time but whatever i think he knows that carrie is let's say slightly quick to go off the hinges yeah as she does that's a valid reason to not want to bring up stuff that's not entirely relevant to their dating because she does react to this in the strangest way possible yes she does she gets a very I mean, the thing is, though, like, I thought it was weird, but she the way she reacts is because Samantha and Miranda tell her to do this. That's true. And, like, yeah, so after – so Carrie's sort of upset by this, and they she's talking to Samantha and Miranda. And, yeah, Samantha's, like – because Carrie says – okay, let me get this straight. Because Carrie says um, that Big and his ex-wife had wild sex, and her and Big – now have sweet set and samantha immediately goes oh that's why kent is having an affair yeah yeah i don't understand why this is such a thing like i feel like there's probably other problems happening in your relationship than just the sex that you're having just sex yeah they seem to make it sound like that's the only problem in their relationship and it's pretty shitty of samantha to bring this up when your friend is freaking out about it Yeah, I didn't even put that together, really, (laughs) about being, like, the person, the mistress versus Carrie being, like, the new girlfriend. Yeah, it's not how you comfort someone, Samantha, but... (laughs) But you do you. Because, yeah, Miranda and Samantha are basically just like, well, obviously there's only one thing you can do, which is check out the ex. Well, I I thought they meant, like, you know, research her. Didn't think they meant literally stalk her what i thought too and i know that we're in a different era like now if someone said check out like i feel like now at this point like it's probably fairly normal for someone to like look up their partner's ex like on facebook or something and maybe like just look at them yeah well that's yeah i think it is a different era i thought okay well maybe she'll because she does find out like her name and where she works and i thought okay you might see a picture of her Mm -hmm. somehow yeah but she doesn't do that (laughs) yeah not this it's a bit extreme she goes a little overboard she finds out that his ex works in publishing her name's barbara um she goes to visit her at her publishing job yeah oh and carrie's wearing this super cute outfit i did like this oh god i didn't even notice she has like a pink she has like a bright pink coat oh that's cute and then when she takes it off she has like a camel top and then a navy pencil skirt and then white socks with black mary janes oh that's very cute i want to go back and look (laughs) it was cute I liked her. I might steal it. Now it's autumn and I can go back to wearing socks. Oh, hell yeah. It's still disgustingly hot today. Like, um, <laughs> I woke up this morning and looked at my phone and it said 100% humidity, so. It suddenly got really cold and really rainy. I don't know what happened. We're just rainy. Yeah, it's just, it's autumn now, so even though it's August. God, I wish that were me. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish that were me. Um, 
yeah, she goes to the publishing office. And so Carrie has, like, an idea. She's like, okay, I'm going to push this, like, romance paperback. And it's going to get rejected. But I just want to meet her. And so she gets into her office. And, like, she's beautiful. She has this really nice blue blazer. She's, like, very put together. Very, very pretty. She kind of looks like Charlotte in, like, an alternate universe. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. And the woman is like, oh, Barbara is like, I'm really interested to hear your pitch. Like, I love your column. And she, what, then she says, I didn't know you were interested in writing children's books. <laughs> and so Carrie's kind of thrown for a loop. I, it seems like she only, like, the publishing company is all children or just her department is children. So, yeah, Carrie makes something up on the s- <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> um, she's doing, she's like... Oh, it's about a, a girl called Kathy. Little Kathy. It's like me saying that I've written a character, like a character called Al- uh, Alice. <laughs> yeah. Little Kathy uh, has magic cigarettes. She does a thing where she like looks around the room, and it's magic cigarettes that take her to all these different places. So it's weed, I guess. I that's kind of what it sounds like. Whenever she lights up, she can go anywhere she wants. <laughs> like new jersey or dubai and then barbara's kind of like you're trying to push a book about cigarettes for children and carrie's just like oh it's a children's book for adults (laughs) (laughs) i mean that is definitely a thing oh absolutely i mean go the fuck to sleep i mean yeah i guess it was very revolutionary for carrie to be suggesting this so but they they like really headed off they're laughing together and carrie's kind of like oh my god she gets me i am an after killer (laughs) (laughs) and i think i was watching it and i thought oh she might i honestly thought because yeah carrie feels like she could go from one second to being like i love this woman to being like i'm gonna kill this bitch this show would be so much better if like carrie did if it was switched suddenly and it was like american psycho and she's just killing oh my god (laughs) just a genre swap like halfway through the series (laughs) yeah it'd be great (laughs) i would love it i don't know I don't know. I feel like if I could pick any genre, I'd rather it go, like, the sci-fi direction. Like, if it just suddenly became, like, if it was, like, Lost and they suddenly, like, five seasons deep decided that they wanted to put time travel in the show. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, goes back in time and, like, breaks up Big's marriage. Oh, my God. She absolutely would. God, she would just make a mess. Love it. We should have written. We, if they if they need to make Sex and City like a reboot, I, I hope they come to God, us. They really should. We have way better ideas than the so-called previous writers. <laughs> Not to like throw shade on them for making a hit TV show, but like <laughs> their ideas for the future. Yeah, you guys made like, you know, an, an ungodly amount of money and created a cultural phenomenon but 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 still you suck because there's no sci-fi there's no sci-fi there's no murder there's not there's not a single murder in the entire series like there's never a single moment where you're like who's gonna die like there was never a single moment (laughs) where i was like oh my god anyone's life is at stake carrie could die there's no red wedding there's no i would love that could you imagine if it was like the season three (laughs) finale charlotte got married and like suddenly like Fuck, it's like Mr. Big, Mr. Big sends his regards and then everyone just gets slain. <laughs> like they stop playing the theme on violin and you're like, oh shit. 
<laughs> it would be really good. Oh my god. Yeah, Miranda gets stabbed and it's it's just, you know, petrifying. Yeah. Oh, prestige television. Yeah. Chef kiss emoji. Uh <laughs> Um, so then we go to Samantha and she bumps into this married guy and his wife on the street and it's super awkward. Like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, she is like this beautiful florist. It's like all Art Nouveau. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she's there. I can't imagine Samantha really caring about flowers. It could be a PR thing, maybe. Yeah, his wife is wearing like a, a monochrome pink outfit with a little neckerchief. There's lots of pink coats this episode. Yeah, his wife looks very... Like, I don't even know where to put my finger on it, but it's not what I expected his wife to look like. I, I expected oh, her to be shit. very plain, and she has this, like, very, very vibrant red hair, and it's like a bob. Like, she looks she looks like she could be, like, a witch in something or something. <laughs> like, she's very – I don't know, but it's not what I expected. Yeah, she's she, – no, she's, like – she does. She looks like maybe she could write for a very cool fashion magazine. Mm. She kind of reminds me of like Diane von Furstberg. Mm. I'm not pronouncing that right. <laughs> I have no idea. Or Anna. She has like an Anna Winter bob, but like the Diane, the Diana hair. It's a really good bob. It's a great bob. I love it. She should. She should just be Anna Winter, just like as a twist. She needs to just not be with this piece of shit man. She is too cool for him because he's very boring. Yeah, he's very plain, and she's like looks cool as shit. And she, it's kind of weird, like the interaction, because he clearly does is just like trying to move on as fast as possible, and Samantha's just like, oh hi. Samantha has no tact. She sees him with another woman and just is like, oh, hi. And she's like, his wife is like, oh, do you know each other? And Samantha's like, oh, yeah. And then the guy's just like, no, not really. <laughs> and then they like, it just, way to draw attention to it. You could just be like, this is someone I work with or like. Or like he says, because I think he sells wine. So he says, oh, I sold her a bottle of Pinot Grigio. Mm-hmm. Just say, oh, yeah, we met her at a conference or something. Yeah, it's not that hard. Um, we get another really good scene with Miranda. He is. We do, yeah. She's back at the therapist, isn't she? Yes, and she somehow looks even more gay than at the last one because she's got like a long sleeve. Okay, so she has a long sleeved white collared shirt on and then there's a vest on top of that and the vest also has a collar, so she's double collaring and I love it. It's (laughs) really good. She does, she radiates like such gay energy. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's so good. Despite spending this episode talking about how she doesn't want to sleep with women. So Miranda is, has she had a new dream. <laughs> and this one, they're in the cab and the other girls won't let her sit in the back. She has to sit at the front. And then the driver is the original Chris from the Partridge family. <laughs> Which is so specific. It's, I don't know, these dreams are amazing. I can... I have quite vivid dreams, but they're nothing like hers. They're, they're very, like, on the nose about what, like, all of them have very on the nose dreams about what's going on in their lives. Like, I don't know. It's, that's very rare for me. But, and then she asked her therapist if he would do a threesome with her. And he's just like, what? <laughs> She's like, so that's a no, which is such <laughs> a weird thing to ask. Like, maybe don't ask your therapist that. No. And he's like, I'm more concerned as to why you're asking me this. Ugh, it's, it's a weird question. But Miranda, you're so valid this week. You're so good. <laughs> Carrie and Big are making out in bed, and it's gross. Yeah, because she, she sees Barbara. Like, it's not really a hallucination. It, it's clearly in her imagination, but it's just so awkward. 
Yeah, it's just supposed to be, like, representing the fact that she can't stop thinking about her, but then she also just sees, like, like Barbara's just there. Yeah, and she's, like, because she's nibbling on Big's ear, and then Barbara goes, ugh, let me show you how it's really done. And it's like, I don't, I'm not a fan. It's weird. Like, they made an interesting choice with how to represent this, for sure. Um, and Carrie's kind of like, like, she really just can't get it out of her head. Like, she kind of just full on stops making out with him because she's thinking about it. And Big's just like, hey, what's up? Cause something is clearly wrong. And he kind of, like, she brings up that this whole thing was just kind of dropped on her and, he says he didn't tell her because it was a long time ago and, like, you know, they're divorced. He doesn't want to talk about it. And... No, she's still uncomfortable with the whole thing and I don't really know why. Yeah, it's in the past. And they just cuddle. Yeah, but Barbara's still there, just lying in bed next to them. It's creepy. I don't like this. I didn't like it either. I don't want to um, But, yeah, so Carrie goes out for breakfast with Barbara the next day. Barbara has an amazing green blazer on. It's phenomenal. She does. She's there's a lot of there are a lot of blazers. This is another blazer watch episode. Ah, uh, blazer watch always. Oh, and Carrie has straightened her hair. Yeah, she doesn't have her curls for once. Do you think that she was trying to go for the look that Barbara has? Like, absolutely. I'm surprised she didn't dye it brown. Yeah, it was seemed a little bit because like Barbara even comments on it. She's like, "Oh, you straightened your hair," and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's very, it's a bit single white female. It's it's interesting. It's like you're clearly doing this because you feel like this is like you think this is what Big wants, even though he's no longer with this woman, but. Yeah, he and they were together ages ago. Yeah, it's very weird. And I don't know, but they they get along really well and they're having a good time. And Kathy's kind of just like, you know, the publishers didn't go for little Kathy. But, <laughs> you know, but I still want to be friends with you. And so they kind of just sit there for like the whole morning and just drink a bunch of wine. They have four, she has like four Chardonnays, which is about a bottle. Yeah, she has a lot of wine. And then she asks Barbara if she's been married, which, like, Carrie, chill. Mm. Um, and Barbara kind of tells Carrie that, yeah, she has, but, and like, Carrie asks why they're not together anymore. And she's like, yeah, he had a wandering eye. He wandered over to my best friend. So. Yeah, very big red flag, massive. Carrie's, like, clearly unhappy about it. She's like, which I get that. Yeah, I feel like that would be a big red flag for me. That's a big red flag, for sure. I always, because people talk about, like, I think you should be honest if you have cheated in a relationship, because if you cheat once, you're sort of more likely to do it again. But specifically if it was with someone's best friend, that feels particularly cruel yeah it's it's very strange that like i get why you wouldn't want to bring it up but at the same time like i mean i know big's not exactly the biggest on honesty without being asked about it but like it does seem like the kind of thing Mm. that should be open with about your partner like they should know about stuff like that but it was in the past i don't know yeah and then barbara asks if carrie is with anyone and she says no one's serious yeah that's interesting in hindsight it's i mean that made me think that she had gone off him once she heard that he slept with her best friend yeah i'm not really sure exactly 
it's almost like Carrie can't really – I mean, I don't know. I feel like this is the kind of thing where she probably would want to talk to Big about it before making any decisions about – And obviously you don't want to be like, yeah, I'm dating this guy and here's everything about him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't really know exactly where you want to draw the line. And it's like she has no reason to believe that Barbara would like know that she's dating Big. Mm. But I feel like she could describe Big and it could be like any guy. Like there's so many guys who are just like Big. Like it's not like he's unique or anything. You just say, oh, yeah, he's an emotional closed off man who always wears a suit like in new york there's millions of those oh well yeah we get we go back to samantha after this yeah i the scene was hard to watch this was like i do remember this scene very vividly because of her phone i love her phone we talked about this we talked about her phone like in another episode and it's just it's so good it's so retro it is it's like gold plated i love it and because <laughs> he finds her up and says oh i'm leaving my wife and she goes who is this yeah <laughs> which is the best response you can have to that it's so it's a very good response it's like who the fuck are you it's like new phone who dis <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> i mean for samantha it could be anyone that she's sleeping with it's true it's true but what makes it worse is she's on the line with him and she's like what the fuck and then she gets another call from the wife, who's basically just mm. like, hi, I got your number from, like, his whatever, and I know that you're sleeping with my husband, and just, like, I'll do anything to keep this marriage together, we love each other, like, I'm prepared to join you guys in bed if that's what it takes, and Samantha's like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's like, no, we're not. My favorite thing is she puts both of them on hold mm -hmm. like this is a very serious conversation just like uh, excuse me yeah. sorry I, I know you're in tears because i slept with your husband yeah it's very and it's of course that like very 90s style phone switching i don't know if it's a 90s thing but like where you've got like the split screen and then it swaps over to like the other split <laughs> screen and then there's like all three of them on the screen at the same time it's like yeah it's like that bit in mean girls as well yeah yeah, it is. I was very expecting it to be like the Mean Girls bit where like she accidentally has both of them on the line and then she says something like mean about the other one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. It's going to say you're a skanky bitch <laughs> or something. If we don't get that. We just get Samantha being very awkward and very hating it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so his wife asks if he to have, you know, to sleep with them, which I don't think is a good idea. No no at all and samantha shuts it down and carrie's voiceover is like samantha was the guest star a recurring character was not in her contract <laughs> i just love that she keeps going with this recurring star like guest star metaphor through the whole episode it's amazing i love it and she hangs up on both of them. Yeah, which is the end of her whole story for the episode. Like, that's it. That's her whole story. <laughs> she just, yeah, she doesn't actually fix. There's no resolution. She just hangs up. There's, like, no character growth, no nothing. It's literally just, this is funny, but. No. These people's lives were ruined. Um, well done, Samantha. Good job. Love it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, then we go back to someone who's been more valid this episode. Charlotte, Charlotte and Jack. And she's at this eyes, she's at this like eyes wide shirt party, yeah. which is why this guy made me think of Tom Cruise. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a masquerade thing. Um, mm. And he's kind of like doing his threesome thing again. He's like asking her what her type is and like Charlotte like winks at a girl with a peacock mask 
And the girl winks back. Yeah, and she's like, oh, my God, I winked at her. And it's like, wow, Charlotte. Wow. <laughs> you winked at a woman and you're freaking out about it? Yeah, I mean, mood, but I'm not straight, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the woman winks back. And then Charlotte's, like, so excited, but she's kind of, like, flustered, so she has to leave the room. So she goes upstairs into, like, a bedroom. And then he follows her and they start, like, making out and stuff and – she kind of says, like, oh, one of my fantasies is to have sex at a party in someone's room. That's fair enough. I feel like that's a that's a, that's a a fantasy that's less weird than having sex in your parents' bed. That seems more normal. Yeah. It's less weird than that. Um, it's This reminds me, though, like, <laughs> both of Charlotte's fantasies are, like, let's have sex somewhere in, like, someone else's bed. This one's where someone else can see you, which is, like, the plot of what's your fantasy. <laughs> It's like the voyeurism. <laughs> She's like, oh, you know what my fantasy is? I really want li- to li- li- lick you from your head to your toes. Yeah. I would die if Charlotte said that. She's like the biggest Luda fan. I I would die. Oh, she goes hard for Luda. I bet. That's my headcanon. <laughs> we all do. We all love Luda. He's the best. He's good. Um, They start making out and like on the bed and the door is wide open and the woman who she winked at comes in and she's kind of like just watching them make out and then she asks if she can join them. And Charlotte's eyes, like, light up. She's, like, nodding vigorously. Like, she's so excited. She she looks like a little bunny rabbit. It's adorable. It's really cute. But, like, the woman comes in and joins them, and she leaves the door open the whole time. Oh, this bothered me. Close the door. You can't have any sex. Let alone a threesome with a door open. No. At a party where people are like there's other people there there are so many people there and like i don't know how you you're at a party people go off and they go and explore yeah i don't understand why this is so hard for them but maybe this is part of it i don't know it's very awkward and they like the three of them are like sitting on the bed together and this was so uncomfortable i felt so bad for charlotte who is like genuinely excited to do this like she was genuinely excited to have a threesome i thought she was gonna kiss the other woman and then she just looks heartbroken and they like push her off the bed yeah because the jack and the other girl just start making out and then it's basically like she just gets completely pushed off and she's like completely ignored like she's no part in this and just Mm. she just walks out which is absolutely fair like like, it's not a threesome if only two people are going at it. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I'm, like, not even paying any attention to her. Yeah, it's literally just him going to sleep with another woman while Charlotte's also there, so. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. So that's how her story ends, and I'm I'm not a fan. Oh, I know. And Charlotte was so excited, and I was, like, so proud of her for just trying something new. And I don't know. And her boyfriend was a piece of shit, so... Yeah. Um, Miranda, though. Oh, this was so good. This was my favorite part of the whole episode. <laughs> she's wearing this, she's wearing like a black, like V-neck dress with long sleeves and this choker, which is amazing. It's like silver and it goes all the way up her neck. It's very good. She is at a bar because she answered an ad from the paper for a threesome. Um, and it's like this married couple and they're so happy she's not gross because like all the other people who answered the ad were gross apparently, were weird. Yeah. 
I mean, this couple seems nice, though. They seem nice enough. Yeah, they seem fairly normal. Like, it's the guy's biggest fantasy to have a threesome, and the woman is kind of just doing it as, like, a 30th birthday gift. Which, don't do not do that. Uh, that seems just like a... That's gonna... This is gonna be something that leads to some resentment. I guarantee this, but... They are divorced by now, definitely. Probably. Yeah. And... Yeah, after she says it's a, a birthday gift, Miranda's like, whatever happened to giving a nice pen? <laughs> <laughs> and they laugh, like, awkwardly, and it's, like, cute. It's it's awkward. And they're like, yeah, you know, like, are you doing anything tonight? And Miranda needs the clarification. Like, she's just like, okay, just like, let me clarify. You have me here tonight because you want to have a threesome with me. Like, she needs to, like, have the wording right. Like, she needs to know that that's what they for sure want. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and then she's, like, she's, like, very sexy. She's, like, I just need to check my plans. And she she goes off to make a phone call, yeah. I think. But she just leaves. <laughs> yeah, she leaves. She fucking bails. Because literally all she wanted was validation. And that's it. <laughs> We've all been there, though. Oh, my God. This is, like, the most iconic thing Miranda's done on the show so far. Like, she literally just <laughs> wants to be told that she's valid and then just not do it. Like, she doesn't want to do it at all. She has no interest in having a threesome. She just wants to know that people want to have a threesome with her. And that is so fucking good to me. It's so good. Like, I mean, Poppy's like, oh, you you know, you essentially blue-balled them. But at the same time, like, nah. They shouldn't be having a threesome. They like this couple shouldn't be having a threesome. You should just go off and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Because Miranda is sexy and she deserves to know that. She is, and she does deserve that. Although Carrie's voiceover is then like, yeah, so Miranda's therapist now wants her to come three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> three times a week is quite a lot. Like, look, you can't prescribe validation, so <laughs> a, 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 a val validium. <laughs> It's like Valium, but it makes you feel valid. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to ask my doctor for that tomorrow. It's a good idea. We all need some Validium. So, <laughs> and yeah, it ends with Carrie and Big. and It always ends with Carrie and Big. <sighs> yeah, they're walking down the street. It's night. And Big's kind of like, you can tell Big's kind of just like, Bleh. like it's really monotone. He's just like, that was a great meal. And then he's like, actually, it sucked. And something's wrong. And like, you're not talking. And and Carrie's kind of like, well, look, I don't know what you expect me to do. Like, you dropped a bomb on me. And I know that I'm the one who asked. But still, like, you didn't even tell me why you guys broke up. And he's, he admits it straight away. He says, I slept with her best friend. Yeah, he's like, I cheated on her. She, he doesn't have to get asked about it. Like, he... Just, just straight up says it, and and then Carrie says, "Well, Carrie could have said that as soon as he, as soon as she found out that he got married, she could just said that." You'd think so. Carrie's like, "Yeah, I know you cheated on her. Like, she told me at lunch." And then Big's like, "I know, you know, she told me, she told you, <laughs> or whatever the fuck." <laughs> He's like, I know, like, I think he says, like, I know because she called me and told me you had lunch. Yeah, it's like that scene in Friends when they're like, I know that you know that he knows you know I know that you know. When everyone finds out that Chandler and Monica are together, it's like, okay, you know things. <laughs> like That's what Big does. He drinks and he knows things. Yeah, and then Carrie's kind of like, well, 
you didn't tell me that you still talk to her either. Like, there's so many things I just don't know. He makes a joke. He's like, I still talk to all my ex-wives. And Carrie's just, like, not amused. This is really funny to me. It reminded me, like, okay, so... I was an only child till I was like 15 and my mom used to say to me like I love you more than all my children and I one time I said you have other children <laughs> I was like five <laughs> like my mom does that because I'm I have like half siblings but I'm her only mm-hmm. child and she goes she always says you're my favorite <laughs> and I'm like you don't have any other children <laughs> that's really fun <laughs> Uh, Carrie's not amused though and Big kind of like tries to explain himself he's like look we did a threesome because we were just looking for something different we were bored yeah he says that it was an attempt to fix their marriage yeah Yeah, and it didn't work clearly and he's basically just like well do you know anyone who is right for me and then they start making out because they're gross yeah. yeah. And then Barbara's like there watching them, but then she starts to walk away to symbolize that she's disappearing in Carrie's brain just like that. Yeah, it's good. I guess Big wasn't too reprehensible this episode. He was honest. Like, he was, like, I, the things he's done in the past were bad. But then when it comes to his relationship with Carrie, like, he's very just kind of owning it. Like, which is good, and that's sort of the way you want to be, I would think. If someone had, I would rather someone told me that they'd been in shitty relationships and kind of been a bit of an arsehole and trying to work on it. Yeah, and I think the thing is, like, when she asks, he's very open about it. Like, he is telling her all these things, but he knows that there's not really a reason to bring up a million things from the past when all it's going to do is hurt her. That's fair. Especially because Carrie is a very sensitive person. And Big definitely knows this by now, so. But that was the episode. So, uh, so who did you think was the most followed this week? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I am going to say Charlotte. Yeah. I struggle to say Miranda because I don't think she had a lot to do, but she is my second pick. And then I guess third is Carrie, just because, I mean, Samantha was kind of... Yeah. She didn't really appear to be sorry about sleeping with a married man. Yeah, Samantha's my last two. I think, I, I honestly, I think, even though Miranda didn't do a lot, I think she's my top... Just because of, like, the ending when she pulls that move where she literally just wanted validation. Like, I thought that was so good that I think that alone makes her my top pick this week. Um, And then Charlotte, because I thought she was the most interesting this episode. And I really thought, like, she was really fun this week. Like, I just really liked to see a different side of Charlotte. And I just love uh, Kristen Davis. Like, she just is such a good actress for Charlotte. Um, Carrie was third... But mostly just because Samantha was the worst. But just like and Samantha, if if she felt any sort of regret about it, she'd be higher. Yeah, she mostly is just annoyed about it. Like she's annoyed that she has to deal with this couple's relationship issues, and that's it. She's annoyed she has to deal with the consequences. Yes, sometimes there's repercussions for your actions. And you gotta live with it. And you know that like Samantha would be upset if if any of the. If any of her friends got cheated on, she'd be upset about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So questions. You can send us questions to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask or citygirlsmakedo at gmail.com, preferably to the Tumblr, because we'll read those. 
Yeah, and that's when most of them get sent anyway. We've never gotten a question to Gmail, so <laughs> yeah, Tumblr is the best spot. We got we got a few questions this week. Uh, the first one is from yeah. Tumblr user Interstellar Princess, aka friend of the show Summer, and she says, "What's the most memorable date you lots have ever been on, good or bad?" <laughs> Which thank you for the wording. Thank you for use lots. Just in case I had to say it and I couldn't say, you know, the the other word. Do you want to go first? I haven't been on that many dates. <sighs> I don't even know. Like, I feel like I don't really remember things that have happened to me. <laughs> like, I do, but like, <laughs> my brain is a sieve. Like, I do things and then they disappear. I think I'm going to go with, I don't know if this is like the worst and I don't even know if this was just one date or if it was a series. I don't even remember. Everything happens so much. Um, okay, so uh, I went on a date last year with a girl from Tinder that I, I saw her for like a month maybe. And we went to go see uh, Totoro was playing at like a little independent theater in Oshawa. So we went to go see that. So that was like fine. That was good because it's a good movie. Um, and then we went back to her place. And I, so some people might already know this about me, but I lost my Nintendo 64 in a tragic dating accident. Oh, yeah, I remember. This is so sad. This is so sad. Alexa played Despacito. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I brought my N64 over with Pokemon Stadium, Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, I think that was it. I don't think I lost any other games. Anyway, I left them there after like a couple days. And when I left that day, I knew... I don't know. I had this gut feeling that I was never going to be back there again. And because she turned out to be like very, I don't even know what the way to word it, but I basically was like, I uh, can't do this. And anyway, long story short, I left my N64 there kind of knowing that I might not be back. And I still do not have an N64 to this day or Pokemon Stadium or Diddy Kong Racing because I left them there. And it's Aww. very sad. And I was supposed to get them back and I never did. I was like, I'll pay for you to send them to me. And then I just never, I don't even know. That is really sad. That's not exactly, it's not exactly like one date, but it's enough i don't know that's the worst thing you can think of okay i'm well she said good or bad well yeah but i don't know like bad is more fun than good i can't remember like one specific good okay. date where i'm just like this is like the highlight of all dates of all time ever yeah i haven't i haven't really been on many dates mm -hmm. or like if i have i didn't realize they were dates until like after <laughs> one was like not really a date but like this guy i liked uh, invited me to his friend's okay. Christmas party. I don't know if he was trying to sleep with me or if he was trying to hook me up with his friend. But I was definitely like, why did you pick me to come to this party? I don't know. There was there was a bit of like a weird sexual tension between us and also possibly a weird sexual tension between me and his friend. Yeah, it was fun. But basically... <laughs> I drank like five different types of alcohol that night. Um, I met this guy. This is like a weird sexual story as well because I managed to flirt with like diff like four different people. Uh, <laughs> there was a, there was a guy there. He was like French, 
And he said to me, I was the most beautiful girl in the room. And I said, your girlfriend is here. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, you're the second most beautiful girl in the room. And then we like slow danced. Um, And then another guy I was also flirting with. (laughs) And then nothing came of that. It was very awkward. We were talking about like Nelly for some reason. Uh, There was a very pretty girl who I was flirting with and the guy I came with was flirting with. But I think she was more into him because I found out later they were still texting and I tried to text her. Basically, like, his ex, the guy I came with, his ex came to the party, completely wasted, slept with a random guy from the party. Uh, It was just a whole, like, hot mess. (laughs) There were lots of hookups, but not me. Oh. Uh, Eventually, I I went home with the guy i came with but like we didn't do anything well it sounds like quite the night (laughs) but i also we got the tube and i got lost because i got off on the wrong stop and i had an emotional breakdown uh at oxford circus in the middle of the night oh no (laughs) and i called this girl and i nearly went like i nearly went and slept at her house with this person i literally just met that night but um i didn't i managed to find my friend (laughs) i love it i love wild night stories yeah it turned into i thought it was just gonna be like oh we'll have a couple of drinks and then go back to his and we'll probably hook up and like no we didn't hook up and i got lost and i probably fell asleep at like five o'clock in the morning also i nearly froze to death in his house because the window was open and i was too drunk to close it and it was december oh no <laughs> oh, <rip. laughs> so yeah and then i left my shoe at his house jesus which i'm pretty sure he thought was like me doing some cinderella thing but you were just like no, I just forgot my shoe. <laughs> I was literally just hungover. And <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun. Well, those are those are some dates for you, Summer. I hope you like. I hope you hope you like to hear about our fun lives. <laughs> yeah, our great romantic histories. Oh yeah, nothing but fun. Next question is from friend of the show Jordan who is also a a host of sister show Jurgenet, which is uh, his show about Secret Life of the American Teenager, which is very good. I very recommend listening to it. Um, He actually sent this from the Jurgenet account by accident. (laughs) Are you going to read both of them because they're great? Yeah, yeah, I'll read both of them. So the first one says, another Pokemon question. You know how Pokemon trainers have titles in front of their name, like Bugcatcher blank, and surfer blank if the cast of sex in the city the four girls and big because why not were pokemon trainers what would their titles be so well this is a good way for us to get the title of the episode hmm. i so i asked jordan for some clarification because i was like do you want me to pick do you want me to pick trainer titles that already exist or do you want me to make them up and he said make them up so I think Carrie would be a shopaholic. Mm. I think you'd you'd come into battle with her and it would be like, shopaholic Carrie wants to fight. And then she'd throw out her fur fruit probably. Yeah, and she'd have like in her hand, she'd have like loads of designer like shopping bags. Oh, it'd be so good. I would love to see sprites of the, the girls in big as Pokemon trainers. Like I was reading this question <laughs> and I was thinking about like, what would they look like? And they're just so good. I can just imagine Carrie with, like, Pokeballs in her purse and stuff. Ugh, I love it. Uh, Samantha, I think, would be a man-eater. I think that's what her trainer title would be. Man-eater Samantha wants to fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, Charlotte would just be Wasp. (laughs) 
it'd be like wasp charlotte <laughs> and as soon as you make eye contact with her the music that starts playing is just like the predatory wasp of the palisades is out to get us and then she throws out <laughs> i hope she's what she's wearing like a white she's wearing like a yellow and black like striped dress as well yeah and she throws out like a beadrill and a vespaquin and it's like <laughs> it's just very on the nose yeah um except for it's a lot more heteronormative than the actual song that plays when she battles um and Miranda, okay, so Miranda had a few. I thought she could be like maybe a workaholic, workaholic Miranda. I thought she could be lawyer. Like sometimes the titles are jobs. Um, mm, she could be like cynic. Yeah, that was my third one was cynic. And <laughs> be like, cynic Miranda wants a fight. <laughs> <laughs> that one's really good. Uh, we are like my melded at this point. I know, it's true. Okay, so it has to be cynic because we both thought that. So that's... Yeah. Yeah. Big, I, this might actually be a real trainer class. I'm not sure, but I said tycoon. Ooh. And I didn't want to check if it was real or not, but it might be a real trainer class. It sounds like it could be, but I think he would be tycoon. And he reminds me of like Giovanni from Pokemon. Like he would probably be like the leader of the evil squad that fights you. Like he would be in a suit and. Oh, he would. Yeah. And you'd have to fight off. I think you'd have to fight off the girl sequentially. Oh my God. You know, like the first one would be Charlotte. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. (laughs) Uh, thank you, Jordan, for the question. And his other ask says, I meant to send that anonymously. Didn't mean to use the Jurgenit account with like six exclamation marks. And then it says Jordan. So thanks, Jordan. I'm telling Sam. Well, Sam will hear it. Sam listens to the podcast. <laughs> He's a friend. <laughs> yeah, they are both friends to the show. Yeah, I think he knows because he posted about it in the Jurgenit Discord. So <laughs> it's good. Uh, okay, so next question is from friend of the show, Tumblr user Burgermeister, aka Matt. And he sent in a question that says, say the girls weren't originally from New York City, what state slash province did they come from? I love that he said slash province, <laughs> like, because we could say that, like, <laughs> I would love it if Samantha came from, like, Alberta. <laughs> we have, like, a secret Canadian. God, that would be so good. I love it. Uh I feel like Miranda was from New York or, like, the surrounding area. Yeah, like, upstate New York, maybe. Yeah, um, Charlotte is from Connecticut or something. She's from, like... Oh, yeah. She's, like, New England just queen, so... Uh, yeah, absolutely Connecticut for Charlotte. Yeah, uh, Carrie is from West Virginia, as we stated. Oh, right, because she's the fourth McElroy, right, right, right. Uh, so Samantha, Samantha could be from anywhere, I think. Yeah, I like the idea of Samantha being from, like, California. Like, she seemed like she could fit in in, like, LA, maybe. Mm, either that, or maybe she was, like, a small town girl. I feel like, I get the vibe that Samantha ran away to New York. I love thinking about if they were from provinces, though, because it makes me think, like, where could they be from? Like, I feel like, like, if they were from provinces and they were, like, Canadian and the show is, like, set in Toronto instead, like, I feel like Charlotte would be from, like, Saskatoon. Like, she'd be from Saskatchewan and uh, she'd be, like, a very prairie girl. And I feel like <laughs> Miranda would be, like, I feel like Miranda would maybe be from, like, Nova Scotia. Um, Carrie would probably be from Alberta and Samantha – no, wait, Carrie would be from Ontario I was going to say Samantha should be French-Canadian. Oh my god, Samantha absolutely should be French-Canadian. I would love that so much. I would 
die if she had like a French like she had a French accent just a, yeah well a French Canadian accent is slightly different yeah but be great it would be great absolutely okay <laughs> that's my Canada picks <laughs> I can't really think of like places in the UK where they could be from yeah I guess like Charlotte would be from like the home counties which is basically all the rich people like suburb bits around London makes sense that checks out <laughs> So that's like Buckinghamshire and Berkshire and Aylesbury. Like it's those sort of places. It's very sheery. Samantha would probably be, Samantha would be like born and bred London. Yeah. She would be from the city, from like a reasonable area. Like I don't think she's from like East London or West London. I think she's just like pure North London girl. Okay, okay. And I'd say Miranda, Miranda is definitely like Scottish or some sort of Northern because she's a real talker. She's a real tough girl and she's honest. And then Carrie, Carrie's Welsh. <laughs> Carrie's Welsh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I don't know why. She's just, she's just Welsh. <laughs> I don't explain my reasons, but she is Welsh. Okay, I like that. It's like I'm not gonna explain why Carrie's from Ontario, but she just is. So it just, I get it. I get it. Uh, next question. Yeah, thank you. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Um. Last question uh, from Tumblr user PR the Disaster, uh, and the question says, "In the theme of the threesome episode this week, which celebrities would you instantly agree to have one with had they offered? Also, as someone who has to deal with far too many straight men due to a f- due to a far too conservative university, the episode is absolutely accurate in the sense that every straight man's wildest fantasy." is the most vanilla of threesomes, as I've learned from some of the most boring drinking games I've ever participated in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I have met many straight men, and they are all the most vanilla boring. Not that being vanilla makes you boring, but having a threesome fantasy makes you boring. Okay, so the main part of the question was the celebrity part. So are we both saying Keanu? Yeah, so... (laughs) I I mean, I was a little bit confused. I was like, do we need to say like two celebrities we want to sleep with? I or feel like he would just come up to us and say, I want to have a threesome. I'm not going to tell you who with. And we'd just say, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's, I'm not sure. Yeah, I was thinking maybe we were supposed to propose two because it says which celebrities. Well, there's two of us. Unless, oh no, no. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I. <laughs> I <laughs> I meant <laughs> no. It's like you know, we would each say someone, oh. but then I was like, "Oh, what if you mean that we had to have a threesome together?" Which I don't think we we're gonna do. Oh, that's hilarious! Oh my god. I mean, if we had, if it was Keanu, I feel like that's the only person we would we would have a discussion about it. I'm sure. Yeah, it would be on the table. Yeah, because it's Keanu. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Keanu. Yeah. Obviously. Canadian Prince Keanu. He is the Canadian Prince. I love him. Also, I would have a threesome with Michael Shannon. There's two things people always bring up about me. And it's one, I would sleep with Keanu Reeves. And two, I would sleep with Michael Shannon. Mm. So I feel like if I'm if I'm having a threesome, then I can get the best of both worlds. Um, <laughs> it would be quite terrifying, I think. <laughs> They're both pretty intense looking it would be very intense Mm -hmm. uh that is my type though i do like i like people who are very intense i feel like that's you know 
an overload of intenseness. It's but a lot. If I die, that's the way I want to die. <laughs> In a tragic threesome accident. <laughs> <laughs> a tragic spirit rose. <laughs> that's the, that's certainly a way to die. God. <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry. No, I love it. I'm so happy that you're saying things that are, like, more cursed than me. It's finally, like, the tables have turned. I know. Thank God. Because everyone keeps talking to me and being like, I expected Alex to be the one saying all the cursed things on this show, but Stephanie is saying things that are way more cursed. And, like, you say stuff that upsets me, and, I mean, I thought I was going to be the yeah. cursed one. I'm so happy I'm I got not. called out on Jurgenit last week because <laughs> Jordan said something that I had said on this podcast, and Sam sen- Sam censored it with Matt's slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I need to know. What was the curse? It was the, I had to ask, it was the shit on the tip of your dick thing. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was a good one. I was just being realistic, okay? Like, <laughs> so, thank you to everyone who um who puts up with us. Yeah, thank you for everyone. I'm surprised by how many people have been listening, and it makes me feel really good about myself. Like Miranda, I felt like Miranda. Yeah, I felt like Miranda at the end of this episode when I like look at how many people are downloading the episode and listening so thank you so much for validating my cursed phrases oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are valid you. we both thank are <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah it's great that people want to listen to us say horrible things but we're not saying horrible things we're just saying gross things it's just it's gross but it's true but you shouldn't say it we're just saying it we're we're honest and keeping it real so if you want to find me on twitter you can at age of oddish if you want to find me on tumblr you can at windfall island and if you want to find me on tumblr then i'm on tumblr as dork phoenix hell yeah and you can find us on twitter tumblr at city girls make do and thank you for listening Bye. Bye.